1: For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow's furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus.
0: Anna McIntyre. How are you doing? Today's episode is sponsored by the wonderful Andrew Duncan. Thank you very much, Andy, for your sponsorship of the podcast. Now, today's podcast is also sponsored and you may be able to hear it in my voice by a touch of the COVIDs, so um, it might be a little disjointed if I have to stop and go and cough, but I'm way better than I was and absolutely determined to record today, so we'll see what happens, but I think I've got a bit of a croaky sex line worker voice going, so enjoy that, you lucky ducks, and hopefully I don't make myself laugh, um, because then goodness knows what will happen. So yeah, a bit of a frustrating time. Um, As you guys know, I was... um, going away with my husband for a work event for him in Scotland at the beginning of the week. And not only did I have a lovely time in such a beautiful part of the world, I've never been to Scotland before, it's absolutely stunning. Um, But then I also brought home, not just happy memories, but disease. So that's been fun. And it's frustrating because I like to be busy I'm a workaholic always have been Uh, very Capricorn in that respect very much get as much done as you can as quickly as you can as often as you can was really looking forward to coming back to work and then to have to be rebooking appointments because that's the thing with energy work is I'm good enough to record a podcast today um, and the spirit world to inspire me but I am not well enough to be able to do a spirit communication for somebody because it's such a toll on your energy it takes such a tax on you it has such an impact so it's frustrating and I've had to reschedule my appointments for the next week um just to hopefully I will be strong enough by then I'm also supposed to be going to See André Oddieu with my lovely friend Sue Quigley who's on Mediumship Natters and our husbands this weekend. So I'm manifesting this clearing up bloody quickly. So send me positive healing vibes. Thank you very much. Spirit must have known though because I haven't had to remo- remove that many appointments which is unusual for me. I'm normally booked up a couple of months in advance and for some reason this week just wouldn't go. And I thought it was because everyone was worried about money and everything that's going on with the financial things, but I think it might also be that Spirit knew that I was gonna get a touch of the lurgy. So as some of you know, um, I was a little bit worried about trying to fit in in a very corporate environment and not be my weird self. But I didn't need to worry guys, because in a corporate environment I'd forgotten, but I remember now, nobody actually asks you anything about you. (laughs) So it was fine, because I just spent uh, a lot of time making small talk with people um, about them. And that worked pretty well actually, and the two people that did ask me questions about what I actually did, I told, and they were very open to it. And isn't it interesting how the spirit world works? Because they both had a need in different ways uh, to be put in contact with the medium. So there you go. But the other people, it was like the world outside of the corporation didn't exist. And if you didn't work for the corporation, uh, you couldn't possibly have anything interesting to say outside of it so let me tell you about me instead which actually I think was a blessing but it's a funny old world in there isn't it. So that was really really good and I'm going to go start off today with um, a few emails that I've had things that I wanted to share with you and I've still got a massive list but m- a lot of the questions that are coming in our whole podcast episode's on their own, and I just wanted to go through um a few things that people had sent in and said that I thought would be just lovely for you guys to hear so first up is the gorgeous Susie black and Susie and I had a spiritual assessment uh a week ago two weeks ago, gosh two and a bit weeks ago and um that was jolly fun and she just wanted to say some stuff about crystals and I wanted to share it with you. I completely agree with your view on crystals. They were my thing seven years ago, but I've been put off using them after thinking about the damage being caused by mining them and how our consumerism is actually harming those who are trying to heal others. The irony. So many are just cashing in on the profit they make in the new age industry without even considering it. I do believe they have vibrational properties, but just like essential oils, where harvesting huge amounts of plant material is now causing such a devastating effect to ecosystems and some plants are becoming extinct from it, I'm also a qualified aromatherapist reluctant to use our oils due to this. You have to ask, should we be allowing them to be used so materialistically? ultimately they do just get us to a vibrational state where we are more open but there are other ways of doing that without trashing mother nature with such careless regard of the effect we could be having all in the name of love and light and i thought that was just a really succinct way of putting it and i didn't know that about essential oils it's just crazy, I I still stand by what I said to you guys before, I think it's actually greed, I think those of us who have got wealth, and I don't mean huge amounts of monetary, I don't mean the top, whatever that top 10% is that's got half the UK's wealth or whatever that those people are, I mean those of us that are comfortable we're also very greedy. And I, I did say this about myself, didn't I, that I'm having to, to stop myself. I'm actually, I'm gonna tell you all, um, cause this has been a bit of a theme with me recently. I'm doing a year where I'm not buying myself any clothes or shoes because I've got enough. And it's just getting ridiculous. So I did it from um, my wedding anniversary and I've got a whole year to go, so it'll be June next year when I'm uh, I'm going to buy myself something new to wear um, because I don't need it, I don't need it. So I'm having to unsubscribe from loads of emails, loads of temptation, I'm having to uh, change my ads on Facebook so I don't see so many, I'm trying to resist. So I don't just think it's crystals that are a problem or even essential oils, or that's an interesting way of looking at it, I think it's this consumerism that we're all in. And consumerism is good. I'm not trying to make anyone feel guilty about treating themselves. Treat yourself by all means, but in balance. Try and be in balance. And I know that I'm out of balance. So I'm trying to address that and I'm not judging anybody for being anywhere on it I'm just trying to explore where I'm at and certainly crystals are a big thing I mean this week alone I did send Amanda a photo of it but on um, Instagram I saw somebody who had got a chopping board and dipped one end of it in some beautiful resin and then embedded some crystals to look like they were shooting out the end of a chopping board now number one how do you stack that bad boy because it was three crystal points sticking up out of a chopping board which means you're never going to be able to put it in a cupboard or slide it down the side of anything also how do you get it really clean because that just seems like something i have enough trouble with dust in the crystals in my studio let alone bits of cheese but um also what (laughs) just what why would you why would you do that Do, do, do you think it imbues magical powers into the food that you're eating it doesn't matter that this milk, the milk from this is from a tortured cow in a mass produced factory because I've got quartz on my cheese board. So it's all love and light. And that comes from someone who is a carnivore. Um, but I'm just saying it, it seems weird to me. It's, it is like the ultimate in bypassing. So I saw that chopping board and that really made me laugh. Then I saw a very similar, very similar ilk, but a coffee table with some crystals jammed into it the other day, which was very beautiful. But again, I have issues with keeping that clean. Um, but it's all just. Yeah, we've got to we've got to stay true and we've got to remember as well. I think that this is part of our work as practical minded spiritual people as we lose people to the cause of spirituality and we lose them for two things number one is just being bloody ridiculous and there's enough bloody ridiculousness out there we need to be calm and steady and steadfast if you're listening to this podcast and you've been listening since the beginning or you've caught up on all the episodes and you're still here because that's a lot of hours listened people I appreciate you but that means you're not into the flimsy I want to say flaccid I'm going to say it flimsy flaccid flibbity gibbet of spirituality you're into the reality of it and although that seems weird to be talking about the reality of the spirit world, I'm sure uh, scientists everywhere and non-believers would be rolling up their sleeves to, to pop one on me right now, but generally you are, aren't you? I keep getting this stupid, stupid stuff coming up on Instagram and it's my own fault because I keep watching it because it makes me laugh and it makes me laugh because it is this group of very attractive young women who say that they're channeling intergalactic uh, spirits, voices, energies, I can't remember what they call them, which they may well be, but it just makes me laugh that these um, intergalactic beings only want to go through young, young women and they all make them speak in their slight way like this because they are downloading the information from the infinite. But the information from the infinite is actually something that you could find written on most mediums, Facebook pages, because it's not that cutting edge or exciting. But I keep watching it, and of course the more I watch it, the more I see of it, and then it just gives me the giggles, which isn't good for me in my current state. I can't laugh, guys, because I'll cough for hours. But, again, that. If you were on the edge of wanting to believe and wanting to find out more about the spirit world and wanting to understand it and then you were just to go on social media it's an absolute it's carnage guys so we've got to be attracting people in and i'm not entirely sure that crystals jammed in a cheese board is the way forward but maybe i'm negative i mean i do love cheese i love a grazing platter i do like crystals Maybe I'm just cutting myself off here from something that could be amazing. Again though, if we really do believe that they're here to help heal and shift and raise the vibration of humanity, why are we sticking them in a cheese board? Although I rather fancy some sort of jazzy lube cleaner bog brush made of amethyst I mean obviously not to go down the toilet I'm sure that would be damaging but just to really keep those good vibes going when you clean the loo it's just so silly isn't it? it's just so silly also I really don't like I really don't like um crystals stuck together glued together by man they're always more expensive but I just find it weirdly unnatural. Never like that, don't know why. Um, I don't know why I'm even talking about this. Maybe I'm delirious, my my fever has gone actually, but um, I've just really never liked those where, where a human being has gone, oh, I've got a bit of this and a bit of that and I'll stick it together. And then right in the center of it, I'll glue an angel, a plastic angel, and then I'll call it a wand and I'll charge you five times its value, magic. Anyway, I'm going to pause this for a second cough and then we'll carry on with the next email. I've got to keep this uh, beginning half of this podcast because I managed to use the word flaccid in it and so therefore it has to stay forever. I also wanted to share an email with you um, from Barry purely because it makes me chuckle. And um, Barry messaged and said, I really enjoy your podcasts. I just came across them a week or so ago and have listened to most of them. Since I've listened so much, my inner voice now has a very enjoyable British accent. (laughs) Oh no, I can't, I shouldn't have read this one because I know it makes me laugh. It made me laugh when I got it. It still makes me laugh. Um, Maybe now, Barry, your inner voice will have a slightly odd, wheezy, croaky British accent. Imagine what's going to happen there. But I just thought I'd share that with everyone because it just really made me laugh. I'm like Barry's internal Alexa, but it's um it's me. Uh, that's such a funny thing. So thanks for messaging, um, Barry. I do read all the emails that everybody sends. I may not acknowledge them because... ain't nobody got time for that but I do read them all so thank you all so much. Right now I've got to write find the other person's email. Ah my dearest friend Eddie. So some of you will remember that Eddie messaged in to say that he didn't agree with me about advanced groups. I think I read it out on the podcast but I'm pretty sure I did. If I didn't, that's what he said. And he had some really great reasons for that. And I didn't disagree with him. Um, I'm sure I read it out. I remember blathering about it. Anyway, Eddie has sent another email in. You've got to hear this. Have to say, Hannah.
1: That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
0: Had an experience that totally changed my mind about advanced groups. I was in a mixed experience level group with a well-known mentor over two days. I'm slowly advancing from intermediate to advanced, almost like somehow I don't feel like, like I can roll off a list of mediums who Ah, sorry, let me reread that bit for you again. I'm slowly advancing from intermediate to advanced. Somehow I don't feel like I can roll off a list of mediums who trained as I was trained by my grandma so it feels weird when I sit with this type of group. Anyway, I had this all level class group. In the middle of a reading and giving evidence, the new worker started asking questions like, who was I with and what did they do for a living? It was so difficult to work with the comments as they didn't allow me to build the power of the communication. I guess it's down to me. Coming from a very working class background, it feels odd for me to be saying I'm an advanced medium. I guess that goes back to the podcast of making yourself small. In the last week, I've been positive talking to myself that I am and should be putting myself forward to advanced groups rather than hiding my light under a bushel. It's important to be with people who really understand the blending of the human energy with spirit energy and to allow that process to take place. We always evolve and grow. With gratitude, Eddie. Eddie, first of all, I doth my cap to you, sir, because people just cannot do what you just did. You don't understand how unique it is to be able to just go, I get it now, and and be brave enough, open enough, humble enough to message in and say that. You don't understand how rare that is. So thanks, Eddie. I would like to say that I never have to do that. But of course, I bloody well do all the time because we're always learning and we're always growing. And I know you guys know this, but I often think that we can only experience something can be true to all of us. That's what I want to say. And you can only experience the truth of where you're at at that current time in your current experience, in your current state of consciousness. So there. So, um, first thing I wanna say, Eddie, is, I do think that part of the work of an advanced student should be to work with people who are not as advanced. My problem is more when it takes time away from the group, away from the teacher to cover things that are really, really basic that's when it grinds my gear stick. Because I'm quite efficient, because I'm quite work-orientated, because I just want to get on with it, um, I find it frustrating when somebody who's only done a one-week online course puts himself in an advanced group and then raises their hand and asks things like, what are spirit guides? Um, what have I, I mean, that's something I've actually heard somebody asking in an advanced group, what's a spirit guide? How do I know when I'm communicating with the spirit world? Um, I just can't get anything. What should I do? As well as the people that just put their hands up to share the the most um, trite, meaningless stories. Do it on your own time, peeps. Do it on your own time. Um, Now, here, I'm going to be really truthful with you, Eddie. I have had exactly what's happened to you happen to me in advanced level groups from advanced level mediums and I think um well advanced again who's to say who's advanced and who isn't I you know I don't want um my dear friend Lynn Lynn artist Lynn I think I called you Lynette before Lynn but I do mean Lynn to message me and tell me that I shouldn't put myself down because she's right but equally sometimes I don't really feel like an advanced student I don't feel like I know what I'm doing and so I understand the concept of not wanting to say that you're advanced because it's difficult and so I get that bit completely um I think it's sometimes other mediums or training mediums are the hardest people to work with and I may have said this before but I'm going to say it again um they really are because one of the things that I find that a lot of um mediums Uh, training mediums do is they try and interpret your evidence for you as well and that's really annoying because you're trying the spirit world are just bringing you in something so let me explain it for anyone who has no idea what what on earth um eddie and i are talking about so obviously i've talked on this podcast before about blending with the spirit but one of the things that also happens with spirit is you're not just blending with the spirit but it's almost like you're blending with each individual piece of evidence so to begin with at the beginning, you might see a ring. And you might just get an image of a ring in your head or you might get a feeling on your finger. And you will say, I know that they gave you a ring. Or I know there's a relevance of a ring. And the sitter will say yes. Now depending on where you're at, and your energy and your connection with that spirit, you might then feel drawn to expand your knowing about that ring and so you will start to realise that that ring has jewels in, or you'll start to understand where that ring came from in the family, or what the significance of the ring is, or you'll start to understand that perhaps that ring had an emerald in it, and the emerald was because the grandmother was from Ireland, and her husband bought it for her because she loved green, and green was her lucky colour, and then It will build, and it will build, and it will build. So sometimes, not every piece of evidence is like that, but sometimes there is evidence that you can expand on. And so what can happen is, if you've got a sitter in front of you, and you say, I've got a ring, and they say, well, yeah, well, tell me about the ring. What does it look like? What's special about that ring? Where you can't get into the flow because as soon as they start asking you questions, they bring your human back in. And that pulls you out of your power. It pulls you out of your connection with the spirit world. So it's the same for all of us, Eddie. Um, And it's still hard actually when you go to work with the public, because obviously the public don't know that that's a problem. And so they're actually more likely to do it. So it's a good skill to learn to have, um, to be able to hold on to your connection and keep working through it. But it is. A real pain. And when you are learning and you're trying to get in a flow and you're trying to um, understand your own mediumship, it can be so damaging when you've got somebody doing that. May I say, I think this is often a problem with breakout rooms in Zoom because really, if the teacher is there, they should be stopping that kind of thing happening. My evidential mediumship group that I've been working with, that I'm working with this year, um, when the sitters start giving away too much information, which is also a problem in the same ilk, so questions are a problem because they pull you out of your power and they make your brain kick in and you try and find the answer, so then you're seeking and not receiving. But also if they start, if you say, I've got a ring, and they go, oh, yeah, it was my grandmother's, and it had an emerald in, and this is because she was Irish, and she loved emeralds, and my granddad bought it for her, and he died m- many years ago, but she never took that ring off. But she always said, it. and they're trying to help you, but they actually pull you out of your power because you're trying to hold your connection with the spirit world, and you can't get a flow going. It's a bit like putting a dam across a river and um, although that dam doesn't build up and build up and build up with a load of power to come through it it sort of dies it down it's more like turning off a tap perhaps is a better analogy there but it these are problems and so when people were doing that with the best intentions in the world it with my mediums um i had to say to them stop yes no maybe don't know is enough of an answer and so that can be a problem too And it's always interesting. I'm not saying that people shouldn't ask questions. Um, And I'm not saying that you shouldn't push yourself in groups because I've done the opposite thing. I've been so scared of being that person that I've always held myself back. But it is about finding that balance within it. And Eddie, if I was you, I wouldn't be afraid to say, I'm trying to get in my power here, I'd really appreciate it if you could just give me yes, no, maybe don't, no, um, so that I can learn and, and have this experience. And some people won't like that. Um, and that's just the way it goes. And I'm gonna share with you all this story um, of a lady that I met online over lockdown in a learning group. And this is why I think other mediumship students are the pits <laughs> not all of them obviously because that's how I met Jennifer Fezio, who is one of my great loves um and that's how I met Laurie Sheridan who is also one of my great loves so there aren't there aren't just bad people out there there are some brilliant people out there there but let me tell you about uh one of my experiences online so I was in this online learning group and um There was a lady on there, an American lady. Um, Americans forgive me, but I'm going to do an impression of her right now. And if you ask me what state she's from, I'll have no idea. But here we go. Every week at the beginning when the teacher was doing the opener, she would unmute herself or raise her hand or... Uh, do something to get attention so that she could say, I just want to tell you how amazing you are. or oh, let's, oh my God, everybody, let's just do a round of applause because we're so lucky to have this amazing teacher. Like every week, it was just completely cringe, completely. Anyway, joy of joys. One week I get paired up with her in this breakout room and it is literally something along the lines of, I've got a man here. Now, uh, I'm sure I've got a man here, and he feels like he's quite young, he's middle-aged, probably in his 40s. Now, and I feel like this is uh, not a close connection to you. Now, this is like a, a friend's partner have you got a friend somebody you know who's lost a partner no he's showing me a bar like a sports bar um and I can see no no I don't know anybody like that I don't know what you're talking about no absolutely not and it just carried on like that for what felt like an eternity and when it got to the end do you know what she said to me she said did you say you do this for a living how's that work for you then And it was such a lesson for me in not expecting other people to be love and light just because they're developing mediums. And understanding that for some people, like Laurie, like Jennifer, they will want you to grow and they will celebrate your growth with you. And for some mediums, they will see you as competition. And that's the problem it's very very hard when you're developing but I will say this it does help you grow in your resolve and your strength it was one of the reasons why I stopped continuing with that teacher because I didn't want to be put in any more breakout rooms because guess what law of attraction I was so worried about being put in a breakout room with her that the following week what did I get put in a breakout room with her again I wanted to just pretend I had computer failure and and leave and guess what she said no to everything again um but that's more of a reflection of her than it was with me because she wouldn't let the energy build she wouldn't let me try and work it out you know normally when you get somebody that somebody doesn't recognize they go oh god who could this be let me think about it let me try she was just pinching me off and that's a shame for her as well because she will have missed out on the message that she was supposed to get so it's absolutely fascinating so I know that it's hard Eddie Um, it's always hard there's always a reason why it's hard unfortunately I think that's how we grow but don't give up. Don't let that put you off. But do call your put yourself in the advanced groups. Do call yourself that. And it's not about the number of teachers that you've worked with or the names that you can drop. I have been taught by some teachers that are really big names in the spiritual communi- communities, communities, whatever they are, and they've been not great teachers I have to say and I have developed my style of teaching from being what they are not Um, and I think there's something also to be said for not worrying about that teaching yourself learning from your own experiences working on your own connection with spirit but thanks for messaging and keep keep on keeping on and some of you will know if you're in my if you follow my page on facebook my per, my hannah mcintyre page not the mediumship matters one um i asked for volunteer sitters for some of my practicing students and i was very clear about um being kind and i said please make sure you've listened to the how to be a good sitter podcast and all that kind of thing because it's really hard to find good sitters for mediums to practice on. And on the flip side, I have asked the developing mediums to um, tell me how how their sitters were because I would like a list of sitters that I know are quality, good sitters that will hold a space, that are happy to sit there in silence and offer a supportive energy and not speak so that somebody can have an experience and learn and grow from it. They're like gold dust. So uh, it's always... It's always a learning experience, isn't it? And that never changes. So there we go. 31 minutes, 18 seconds and counting. Thank you all for bearing with me. I hope my croaky voice and the stop starts all the way through this haven't put you off. And hopefully, when I go to record the next one, I'll be able to hold my breath for a bit longer. But have a lovely couple of days and I will catch up with you again soon. Planning for your next trip?